I have seen further than others, it is by standing upon the shoulders of giants. Isaac Newton. Brilliant mind. Beautiful mind. That quote reminds me of a poem I once read. It had a lot of thoughts about being human, and I related in some pretty significant and substantial ways. And so, to honor the wisdom within it, I thought I would read out loud this turning of phrase. Giant Night by Anne Waldman. Awake in a giant night. It's where I am. There is a river where my soul, hungry as a horse, drinks by my side. An hour of immense possibilities flies by and I do nothing but sit in the present which keeps changing moment to moment. How can I tell you my mind is a blanket? It is an amazing story you won't believe. And a beautiful land where something is always doing in the barns, especially in autumn, sliding down the hayrick. By March, the sun is lingering and the lands turn wet. Brooks grow loud, the eddies fill with green scum. Crocuses lift their heads to say hello. Soon, it is good to be planting. By then, the woods are overflowing with dogwood, redbud, hickory, red and white oak, hazelnut bushes, violets, jack-in-the-pulpit, skunk cabbages, pawpaws, and mayapples, whose names thrill you <laughs> because you can name them. There are quail and rabbits, too. But I go on too long. Like the animal, I must stop by the water's edge to have a drink and think things over. That was good. The drink, I mean. I feel refreshed and ready for anything. Though I'm not in Vermont 
or Kentucky, unfortunately. But in New York City, the toughest place in the world, and it's December. And here, someone is always weeping, including me. Though I tend to cry in monster ways. (laughs) And then turn into a fish, wallowing in my own salty puddle. Look out, if you aren't wearing boots, you'll be sorry and soggy pee. This season's cruelty, it hurts me. And others, I'm sure, who rather be elsewhere but can't because of their jobs, families, friends, money. It's rough any way you look at it. But what can you do? It's worse elsewhere, I'm sure. Take Vietnam. No thanks. I think about Vietnam a lot, however, and wonder if I'll ever see it the way I've seen Europe, I mean. Those pretty Dutch girls, they all ride bicycles. In Venice, you travel by boat or foot. The metro and the underground register like the names in connection with them. Hugo, Stephen, Stuart, Larry, Lee, Harry, David, Maxine. What does it all mean? I never asked that, being shy. In this apartment in which I dwell, these thoughts pass by. I hope you won't mind the mess when you do too. You just walk in, up a flight, and you're in paradise. A cup of coffee, an easy chair, a lovely person waiting there for you, washing the dishes reading a book. Outside, someone's worrying about love and not sitting down either. He's probably freezing his ass off right now. And other vital parts, which would feel great in the country, taking a walk, a hike, shoveling snow. Though you can do that right here. The hub of the universe is where I am in night, whose promise grows with me, unlike the snow melting in the gutter. Whatever I do, it is beside me. Look out the window. There is night. I sit in this 
lighted room, knowing this night... Night. Night. I wish you'd go. So I could go to the post office, the bank, supermarket. Why aren't these open at night? I wonder. Then I realize I'm not the only person who's considered in the grand scope of daily living. There are those fast asleep who want to be and would be horrified post office, the bank, the supermarket were only open at night. But you can't be there all the time. I myself am only here part of the time, which is enough, for there are other places to run to. Uptown, for example, where energy rushes you like some hideous but intriguing chemical you can't ignore and you want to absorb the wisdom these buildings have. How do they feel so high up like that? Pretty good, they seem to say in their absolute way. But it's the people inside who turns us on. By then you are gone off in a cab and you are not alone. I am beside you. The streets are familiar from just traveling through. We rarely stop and when we do, there's a reason. Which is too bad. We miss a lot for this same reason. You're probably feeding the chickens about this time. The smell of chicken feed overwhelms me. The rooster crows on 7th Street Fire Escape. Breakfast is ready. There is a forest by the river near the barn where things are happening. A whole new world on the edge of dawn. My little world goes on. St. Margaret's Place. To be not tired, but elated. I sing this song. I think of the Beatles and the Beach Boys and the songs they sing. It is a different thing to be behind the sound than leave it forever. And it goes on without them, needing only you and me. Here I am, though you are asleep. The morning of December 25th dawns on me in the shape of a poem called Giant Night. must end before it is too late. All over the world, children will celebrate Christmas and families will gather together to give and take this season. 
other religions and customs will prevail in their own separate ways, having nothing to do with Christmas. Soldiers will cease fire. Some won't know the difference, but might be able to make sense it in the air. The smell of holly, pine, eggnog, the friendly faces of Santa and his elves. All of these will add up to something and be gone forever. Just like what is here one minute and not the next. Turning it into an anthem. And I 
I am resisting all that must be. Oh, and it's tense up inside of me. It's me restricting against what I felt. So I don't have to feel. But now it's just turned into this emotional blockage within my own soul energy field. And my spirit is dying slowly. It's suffocating away. Because there's no sparks of vitality coming through me anymore. Nothing compelling me to stay and to be a part of what's here. doesn't feel good. It feels like these soul legions attaching to me and sucking out my very humanity. It's taking that beautiful spark that has always been inside me and finding some way to just drill depression deep inside of me and shake my very core and disrupt me and continue to repeat the process always keep me at the fray before I start to settle and feel better. <laughs> Things are shaken up again and I'm constantly having to defend my own person in some new defining space. New dwelling having a location but never a place to belong. I feel more and more detached to the world and there's something really strange going on there because as sad as it is to miss and to feel that part of me is no longer able to be real because of the deep that I feel that I've had to just stuff it away because it's the only way that I was able to get through each and every day was to just not allow myself to constantly think about it, swim in it, dwell in it, live in it every day, find the courage to still be at peace even though just parts of you are 
flaking away and turning to dust and you're nothing. You're no longer complete. It moves the me from us. something that reminded you of pain today. You start to stay away from those places so you don't have to feel the same constant doubt in your accomplishments to overcome that not killing you every single day that you stood up against that gravity the weight of that reality. And you learn how to conform yourself so that feeling can stay in its place, in the past, and it's something that you constantly move away from, and the shock eventually wears off. of my life again. Just my relationship with living. It's not giving. It's just this tug of war of take and take. repeatable play that echoes from your insides and resonates. <sighs> 
somebody and that sings the song your heart is willing to sing. strongest version of me would have figured things out by now. Great problem solver somehow has disappeared. She's working on other things. She's concerned with Man-made, this never-ending. 
society we're bound by it and it's not the things that we see that would be right to everyone you see because they are all counting on you to play along the games and the rules. The things that they are constantly bound to. start to realize that humans are living in this constant stress state, <sighs> wasting our vitality, fretting about problems that <sighs> we have already been resolving for a very long time, but the problem has to perpetuate because how things continue to operate according to the mechanics of this servitude to success. Whatever managed to make that make sense, the common shared values of your society says these are the standards by which we measure anybody. Laws that bind and tie people away, ridicule them, and It's constantly brought up in the words that we It's constant raging war with everybody. And I'm tired of living in that type of community. It's not too much to ask for people to just what they know they should society is going against every natural freedom the feeling alive 
benefit is work. to survive, I'm going to have to shake this feeling that is deep inside of this horribly disgusting a rotting corpse and a heart that is
physical body has this energetic resonance that just says there is something disturbing your presence. part 
did everything that makes me feel this way. Thank you. 
made the sacrifice to take care of my children instead of me. And any time I took time for myself, I constantly felt guilty. Even when everything was always up to me. regarding somebody first and foremost and always above the petty things, though they tend to add up in that it's acceptable in two completely different people. A lot together and try to show up in a relationship involved and be aware, actually care, you know, every day. Eroded away, and 
sacrifice to the God of forgiveness. water dry down. Beginning. 
so much love that the things that he did I did not take as a tech a battlefield. truly shocking and not in the element of surprise. It's like a raging inferno engulfing every bit of happiness in your eyes. Thank you. 
to settle myself and I began to resonate on his level. Thank you.
settlement of rival animals was fired at ourselves and each other and bodies and our health is in detriment. finding ways to improve upon my physical capacity every day. But it's no joke to have motivation just to take care of yourself. Here I am convincing myself whether or not I'm worth a damn to take care of everything. Continue to have to endure, live. And it's obviously not so bad. I can see solutions. I just lack the motivation, so I feel like it's not actually from my heart. I don't have it within me to continue to invest into nothing every day. If 
finding nothing to the world very much. nothing here that I need to practice to make sure it stays. Like, I can just let go and slip away to nothingness. I have not felt that before. Plenty of times. You know, it's always just that bullshit karma from Netflix score. always ran off by fear. <laughs> I am constantly here in this fight for survival because I don't care to care about someone that nobody else cares about. That just seems pathetic to need someone to care about you. You should be able to just do it all on your own. That's how I feel about myself, and if everyone else feels that, then at least we're on the same page. This isn't exactly what I would consider the right thing to do. 
friend enter space in into disrupt them with your frequency like thought is constancy it's that's reducing to simple things. Life's more complex than that, and that's what makes it truly beautiful. And even the bad things aren't so bad. If you see the silver lining that's always shining through, there's a moral lesson in it. You can be grateful for that because that strengthens you for something better as you move along. But if you don't overcome that, then you just stay on a low level and keep repeating the record on the song. somehow somebody other than myself will understand. 